Holy diva! God, I have jury duty tomorrow. Oh, we will. Everybody, gotta get away! Get away! Holy diva! Holy diva, Gabby! Holy diva! Are you talking like that? Holy diva! Everybody, do your best heavy metal bacaw. Here we go. We got some rockers here tonight. Some sexy bitches. Nice looking titties. Yeah. Some dudes in weird fucking I was going to say, there's mostly dudes in this room. (laughs) But they got nice titties. They got middies. They got some nice looking man titty bitches. Yeah. We had a rock. The following show is for mature audiences only. Listener discretion is advised. And if you don't like it, please go fuck yourself. What what do, you do you feel your sex life is quite Everybody. lame? Scared that your desires might be strange? Come and join the kinky world of play. In the hell? <laughs> Kathy, you're looking good. I don't even know how to interact with you when you're like Hello, and welcome to Perverted Podcast, the show where we explore the adventures of the kinky lifestyle, sex, and perversion. Recording live from, please, oh. don't pass out on it. Oh. I'm an old rocker. Threshold <laughs> level. My lungs are old. In North Hollywood, California. <laughs> In front of a frightened studio audience. <laughs> Hello, perverts! Yeah. <laughs> I'm Kathy. I'm Abyss. And I, that really did hurt my lungs. <laughs> I think I pulled or broke a rib or something. There is no more rocking for you. Uh-huh. What was that, Tenacious D talking about Dio? No more rocking for you, Dio. You are old. <laughs> uh, ah. I don't even know these references. Show 95, God damn it! First and foremost! Hello. Inching up on 100. Inching up on 100, which yeah. we have now discovered what we are going to do for yes, the 100th we. episode. <laughs> we have a fucking machine, and we're going to get Kathy drunk. That's <laughs> pretty much what we're going to do for the 100th episode. What about Abyss? I'm just going to be taking a lot of Xanax. Uh, Abyss will be on Xanax. You'll be on Yohimbi, <sighs> and I'll be on alcohol. I will not be on Yohimbi, goddammit. Yohimbi <laughs> makes your penis hard. Well, you'll be popping um, your boner say, and, 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 and Mark's, Mark's going to be uh, practicing her compressions. That's that. <laughs> now it should be pretty fun. I do want to say hello, though. We have a lot of new listeners. Um, I can see our numbers are jumping and uh, people are coming in. So first off, hello to all our PP zombies and apocalypse masters and zits zombies in training. I love the zits. Zits. <laughs> it, it, it trust me, it motivates people because you're a zo- you're a zit if it's uh, twenty to fifty. Once you get 50 episodes, you have listened to 50 perverted podcast episodes, you are a zombie, a pee-pee zombie, and then if you've listened to all of them, you're a pee-pee uh, zombie apocalypse master. But or from as 20, Lazarus would say, a pee-pee zam. A pee-pee zam. Yes. So I just wanted to say hi to all our new listeners and all our zombies out there. Uh, we love you, and uh, we're ready to rock and roll. Um, I, I put it on the board because um, it's, it's a need... 
you know, we do this show and there's things we need and sometimes we have to promote when we actually need something at the podcast. So um, (laughs) it's, uh, you know, it's important because we, you know, we're not really getting paid. (laughs) And so we need to kind of uh, keep... Like like if you need like equipment equipment, or volunteers. Or um, or in this case... Pussy slaves. Yeah, Kathy. Uh, Kathy is in desperate need of a pussy slave. According to you. And uh, no, 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 no. Uh, I see I, the. I, I like, see the look of longing like... in your eye. Huh, um, and it's a pussy just slave. A little bit of longing. It's just. <laughs> <not like. laughs> and basically, it's we just need to get a perverted podcast <laughs> pussy slave. <laughs> now <laughs> then, uh, you and, mentioned it, and my my eyes just went. What? Oh. We can have those. <laughs> yes. Why not? A pussy slave is somebody that basically maintains and takes care of Kathy's vagina, and uh, you know, like cleans I, it, kisses this, it, this goes down hit on a it. Low if we're asking for that. No, 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 oh, no, yes. no, no, no. We have arrived. So what? People have to go on Patreon and no, no. Just <laughs> it's like a, it's like a, it's pool not boy a paid for position. Pussy? God damn it. You just show up there and be Kathy's pussy slave. I feel like it's like a pool boy. I just thought <laughs> yes. it was. I mean, what? It's, it like is. The, it's like the pool boy. Very much. Yeah. Just so would the you? Cabana boy. So would you say once a month somebody needs to come and service your pussy? I would like once a month. Once yeah. a month. Once a month. That yeah. was what the fuck is that shit. We'll just come in well, like you know. I am getting dick about once a week. So once a month, little you know. Just a, you know, hey yeah, there. Yeah, nice. It's a bi-weekly situation. Now, does bi-weekly this, does sound good. I mean, what the fuck is that shit? If you're gonna aim for something like once a month, what the fuck is that? Man. Well, we want to just shoot low you know, we just want to start, wow. start the bar low for kathy we're, we're trying Ouch. to get trying to get a yes here you just, are a dick. what i just i'm just trying to be a realist wow oh, you know? how about you captain asshat what you're the one who's like i walk in and i'm gonna bang every bitch in this fucking room <laughs> oh no you mm but I'm then, sure you have a nice personality, but I want the fucking bitch with the perky tits over there, so oh I'm going to go chat her up. <laughs> and look how well it works for so me So if you're going to ask, ask and aim high, because you can always... Thank you, Abyss. So fuck off, Wow. Asshole. Perverted podcast at gmail. You're the one who brought this. Dot, dot, Jesus. I was, you know... <laughs> asshole. You do kind of I suck. just, so what did Lazarus you. do? <laughs> Lazarus can't save you, motherfucker. <laughs> Lazarus can bring me back from the dead. <laughs> Lazarus. Lazarus is one of our listeners um, who sends us these long fucking emails. But he's really great. He's hysterical <laughs> because he sends us, I guess he got bored and he sent us an email with like three MP3 files on there where he, I guess he just got bored. So he started making up new lyrics to Wait, these what? songs. Yeah. And with that, he starts recording them. And I'm like, what the fuck am I listening to? There's like no background <laughs> music. There's no he's instrument. Doing it. And he's singing things like, uh, we don't need no sex education or something. <laughs> just <laughs> random. Void. Oh, no. Needs. It was horrible. And if you oh, match it up to the wall, time. it actually doesn't fit at all. I could like, not stop listening to these fucking <laughs> songs. <laughs> oh, no. like, you got him on your iPod now. You're I do. Just, oh, no. But he's a great guy, and he's uh, he's just so funny in that he wants to be here so badly for our 100th episode. Oh. And he lives two hours away, but God damn it, he's going to make it, and he's going to show up with the fucking buttons that I asked him to make. He's bringing buttons. We He's like buttons, guy. God damn it. 
So, so Boogie, you're a pretty, pretty princess. What? Yes, you are. Pretty, Who's pretty, a pretty pretty princess. princess. Uh, I'm a pretty princess. You I, are. I, why, why am I a pretty princess? You got some sparkly motherfucking you nails. Too. They're all per- they're all oh, blue Jesus. and sparkly. Mm, there's all, notice pretty. there's only three left. <laughs> did you pick them off? Of course. Do you still them have off. the markers on your legs. I did. Well, those are those were indelible ink. So. Uh, <laughs> Don't give They're don't give Littles anywhere. markers. If you do, <laughs> don't give them permanent markers because the word permanent or means. Do. Yeah. So, so, is that uh, what spawned rule number eight? Yeah. Well, <laughs> no, that's for Mark. Um, we did not understand that there are certain obsessive compulsive behaviors that occur. And apparently, if you put nail polish on Mark, who's not a very she doesn't wear makeup. She's not. She doesn't uh, do makeup or a lot. Her nails a lot. And now we know why. Because when you, it's like, you ever fucking see, like, you try to put a fucking, you know, thunder blanket on a cat? Oh, the thunder shirts. You ever try to put a thunder shirt on a cat or just hold down a cat that didn't want to be hold down? Um, and it, like, scratches your eyes out kind oh. of thing? Yeah, put nail polish oh. on Mark. Oh, and goodness. and and she will then obsessively like a crackhead oh. just start picking it off and you're like you spent an hour oh. putting this on she's like, I know it's not even I gotta get it on just, 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 <laughs> just literally and we're like put it down just put it down and she just looks at you with that like scared but I'll eat your throat look and you gotta let her have it so we have a new rule that there's no nail polish allowed before rehearsal <laughs> because you? literally the entire music rehearsal was just stumped by her sitting <laughs> I gotta get it off I can't uh, stop until it's buggy, all off it has to all buggy, be off it's all buggy, off it. Boogie why didn't you just have nail polish remover yeah we, we didn't and, and and it wasn't really about the nail polish remover it was about the picking you know, of it you off really like a meth addict you, you really could, you could <laughs> very much like a meth addict you literally could have just stopped the whole situation by going to like the 99 cent store and taking like 30 which seconds which you love going to by the way so just I, I just or we just make a rule no nail polish rule before number eight rule number eight <laughs> noted no but nail you polish. look pretty I do yes. look pretty and your no, penis is Whoa. a diglet <laughs> my penis is not a diglet. That's what I wrote because I read that. I read that your penis is a did diglet. Did Mark put that down there? Wait, did you're a you, what? your penis Jesus is now Christ. a diglet? This it gets worse. Oh. Okay, not only do they write on your body. <laughs> oh no. There's a character in fucking Pokemon Go that looks like a little turd and it's called a diglet. <laughs> And it grows out of the ground. It's like a little thing. And it's they're, like a mole, dude. And they're playing with my penis, and they squint. <laughs> you know how they roll the tip inside like a hiding a sausage? Oh, I love that game. And, <laughs> and all of a sudden, they're like, it looks like a diglet. It doesn't look like a fucking diglet. Well, I That mean, character looks like a little turd. No, I well, mean, and so, do it look like little turds. So then the indelible ink marker just happened to come <laughs> up, and they made a face on my penis. And then... Oh. Did you take a picture? I don't know. I don't think they took a picture of that. I, it. I mean, I could see that though. Yeah, it was, it was, it was horrible. They, I, I they turned my funny. penis into a fucking Pokemon character, and <laughs> then it got worse oh. because we have. A, I have a plastic Pokeball that looks like a Pokemon oh, ball. Did they try and shove that in there? So, <laughs> and it comes in half. You put candy in it, yeah. and so they open it, and Mark puts it around my dick. Yeah, and like, like ha ha, I caught it. And Wait, she doesn't shakes. it have it like sharp edges? And she, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> so she shakes it a couple times. <laughs> And if you shake it three times, you've now caught the diglet. And uh, and so she shakes it. And then apparently, once again, Crackhead starts getting aggressive. Like, I really want to catch it. And, like, lifts my penis, pulls out, and she clamps it on the tip of my dick, nearly severing the tip of my dick. And I go, ah! Fuck! And 
I like reach to like shake her, and I'm all, I will punch you. And so, so now the diglet ran away. She did not catch the diglet. She does not get the fucking candy sport, and she cannot evolve my diglet now. So, uh, oh my god! See, it's always funny when your penis get injured. I it really does. Oh. It's always funny. I'm just glad. Oh my god! I just remembered. And it I, hurt for uh, like an hour. I accidentally funny. bit down on creative explorers. <laughs> 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 on his diglet. <laughs> How do you accidentally bite someone's diglet? <laughs> Just, I was talking, and then you're talking while sucking his dick. Oh my god! I, was, me, I got some bread for the uh, got garlic bread. He makes me do that. <laughs> he asks me questions while he's got his dick okay, in my mouth, and I'm rude. supposed. I know he's just rude. Okay, that's kind of funny though. So I go to answer, but I go to pull back, but. I didn't get the timing right, That's and so ball. I just bit down on right just on the, the edge. Tip. Of it. Oh <laughs> like, I pinched it between my teeth. And <laughs> Stop laughing! <laughs> Why do you find this so funny? <laughs> it's just. What are you like five? Jesus. Stop! Just breathe. I was laughing and horrified all at the same time. <laughs> Oh, that's that was a great moment. We're with the we're with the uh, we're with the vampire gloves, and you. Oh Jesus Christ! See, it's always funny. Why must? Why must? Are, it's so funny when it's not you. Entertaining ourselves. We you guys are about both crying. It's, it's always funny when Diglets get injured. That can we just move on now? No. no. What? We have stop, No, stop we it. don't. No, yes, we don't. What? Yes. Oh, uh, we had one of our listeners ask hmm. about the damn pee pee flags. Where are those fucking pictures? Did you take them down? What? Planting the pee-pee flag. Uh, no, just nobody sent any new ones. There. Wait, you had them? Uh-huh. Oh, oh my God. I sent God. the, and you said you were sending those to Kathy. Uh. <gasps> oh, she's getting up. What? Okay, so somebody forgot. Sit down. Jesus Christ. Okay, no, no, so, I literally sent them all to Mark. Okay, so Mark forgot. What? Fuck <laughs> you both! I literally what? go to fucking Asia and plant all of those goddamn flags! She went all the way to the continent of China. <laughs> the continent of China? <laughs> like, fuck you guys! I literally went to Asia and t- took pictures. I don't think you just went to Asia to plant just the to plant flag. Just to plant the flag. No, yes. but I literally went But to- you did it. And and we sh- now it's just going to be an extra surprise now that it's but an extra six others. weeks later. Yeah, no, we had a listener email us and say, where are they? I want an example so I know what the hell to do. And I started looking through all They're of They're on pictures. the FetLife page. They're down at the bottom, yeah. you know, in the older photos. Okay. But, you know, people haven't been planted. We haven't been pushing for If you have, if you're somewhere interesting outside not inside but outside inside. it can be but it's kind of lame because you're not really taking any risks or like he so if you're outside somewhere hold up a perverted podcast sign or write it on a napkin or something and like you know plant you the pee flag write it anywhere and you could and take a Dig, get a spray get a couple spray have, cans uh, we've had listeners in the past use their bodies in interesting well that ways. was pretty interesting because no yeah that was just a whole sex yeah thing. that was yeah. a whole that was that, that, that was, was awesome. like an indoors See? Okay, well, yeah. If you're going to take them naked, then sure. Then indoors or outdoors, write it care. on. Write it on your body. Okay, it'd be awesome mm-hmm. with indelible ink. Can we now move on to fat life stuff? What chat room? Unger. Oh. Unger. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, Unger. <laughs> Sorry. How, how are you doing, Unger? It's a wonderful day, Boogie. <laughs> I am so glad. It's a fantastic day. A nice light breeze blowing. 
breeze. I mean, it's a more than a light breeze. <laughs> it's a light breeze of bullshit going in. Yeah, it's windier than shit outside. Anything going on in the chat room? We're talking about food. That's good. What kind of food, Uncle? Everything. Like healthy food? People are all hungry all of a sudden. Is it food to put inside of people or just... No, no, it's people. Everybody's suddenly hungry because someone started talking about donuts or something. And mm. now everybody's talking about what they ate or what they want to eat or... Wow. We went from wow. talking about kidnapping snacks to... And we, poke- kidnapping well, snacks, like the type of snacks that you give people when you kidnap yes. them? Or like the snacks like you cheese bring and with crackers. you? Yes. yes. Like the stuff exactly. you bring with you while you kidnap people? We went people? from Pokemon to... <laughs> Kidnap different snacks. dungeons in the area to kidnapping snacks to... I'll rape you food. in a minute, bitch, but I'm yeah, in, I'm I need an apple. <laughs> well, no, the, the, to give them. Oh, oh to give them. Like, yeah. hey, not, hey, nothing hey, to, to give your victims. Oh. Yeah, for the victims. Well, that's a considerate kidnapper. I mean, you have to have something to give them. Some snacks, okay. you know. We're talking about... I mean, we're, really. we were talking about kidnapping to take a trip up to up north. And, and oh, like that. friendly kidnapping. Not like... <laughs> like well, like no. you wave beef jerky no, in the car door, no, you know, and they come and I run mean, to it like a pit I mean, bowl. like what? Like dirty underwear and like duct tape? Sure. That's like a snack, right? Ed? Yeah, why not? Fit life is the place. Talk about genital torture in subspace. We share our kinky thrills with perverts from around the world. Yeah, perverted podcast talking about fit life, motherfucker. What are you looking at me now? For your peace of mind, please know that the author of every post we talk about has specifically granted us permission to do so. Yes. Did I say anything? No, you just were growling at me. Wait, you're do you got the hungries? Chocolate? Is it your <laughs> pussy slave? Pussy slave would be nice right now. Pussy slave could lick your pussy and just hand you some During chocolate. During the show? Yeah, why not? Oh, do they hand you chocolate too? Well, that's that a slave. Is that part of what they do? I mean, that's, I think it's part I mean, negotiations. I think Abyss is right. Bi-weekly is the way See? to go. Okay. So we have a post from Spanish Red called Learning How to Be Free, in which he says, I've always loved sex, but I've all." also seen it as something that required a degree of restraint because its power intimidated me. It was BDSM that inspired me enough to let go absolutely. Through power exchange, I discovered that those feelings I'd been restraining were potent enough to explode like a nuclear bomb, and that's exactly what they did. Kink is close to my heart because it introduced me to intimacy for the first time. DS is precious to me because it inspired me to finally let go of the restraint I'd been trying so hard to hold on to all my life. BDSM is in my blood, which makes you my family. Hmm. Your family. Very Don't ins- cry, Boogie. Incestuous. I know, because Spanish right. Red's kind of hot, so I'm like, can we I'll get closer? I'll be your family, baby. I'll be your family. Here, I'll be like that dirty Bend uncle. over. I'll be creepy <laughs> uncle. <laughs> but not Uncle Creepy. Yeah. Well. No. You'll be the creepy uncle, but not the not, uncle creepy. Yeah, no, I get it. I will not. See, okay. see what I did there? Mm-hmm. So how many times have we heard this? Uh, it ha- it's definitely true for me that it is BDSM and kink, it's close to my heart because it is what finally allowed me to be free. And it, I, like somehow, sexually? Do you mean sexually free? Sexually and just to be myself hmm. without those. Well, of course, you all have to have restraints, but there's. I've lived my life under this veil of what I was supposed to be and it, it's not just about the kink it's the freedom and and the embrace that I get from this community um, I remember hearing Carlos talk about what it was like before Threshold and you literally just had to put an ad out on the back of a magazine and hope that you were going to meet some nice people in, in a back room somewhere <laughs> <'Cause> that's, <laughs> which that's, is not going to happen that's how it works <laughs> yeah so 
kink alone is not really what I'm talking about, but the community that comes with it. And I've heard this many times, and we've talked about it on the show. And it is absolutely true for me, which is why I loved this post, because there is some there's something about that freedom that comes from that close knit community that allows you to be yourself. And I can remember coming to Threshold for the first time and it was virtually the same script for orientation that you're still doing right now. And there came that time at the end where everybody had to say why they were there and which we don't do anymore, unfortunately. But uh, it was really nice. And when it it came time for me to talk, I didn't really know what to say. So I just opened my mouth and just said what I felt. I I just want to be around people who I don't have to explain myself to. And that's how I felt that day. And it's how I felt ever since uh, I have been a member of this club. So I, I understand exactly what she's talking about. It's not just about the kink. It's about the freedom to be yourself. I I know that you questioned this post. No, I didn't. I didn't question. I didn't question anything about not this post. <laughs> it was the other post. Oh, okay. um, I misunderstood. Uh, no, I mean you. You look back. I was pretty sexually free before I got into the lifestyle. You know, because I had my big, you know, deconversion a lot. You know, years before I I got into the actual community lifestyle. Are you talking about the religious thing? Yeah. Okay. So once I got out of the religion and, you know, all the other stuff that I did, and then then there was my sexual liberation where uh, once I deconverted from the religion, I realized, hey, I'm, I'm free to be myself. Um, but it wasn't real. It didn't evolve to a point where the connection with other people, I learned how to be better in relationships once I got into BDSM. Because I had to learn, I had to come into a community where I learned that a lot of the things that I thought I knew were wrong. And so being around a lot of smart people, I'm not saying I was around all idiots before, um, but I was very isolated. So the idea of coming into a group of different people, um, professional people, educated people, a lot of educated people in this lifestyle, a lot of very educated people in this lifestyle, and and being exposed and that's just here. I maybe maybe in you know wherever you are, there's a bunch of idiots. But here, there was just there. I've just had an overwhelming amount of people that are a hundred times more educated than I am, and it was great for me to not only hear about kink, but hear about it from the point of view of people that actually had really thought about it, had really taken their time and their years in the lifestyle, and really thought through it in in ways that I didn't. And that is kind of where I got to go to my next level of freedom hmm. with that. Um, I think, I think here at least one of the things I took away from it was, um, people's comfort level. And, uh, sexually I've pretty much, that's actually where I'm comfortable. I'm, I'm pretty, I'm pretty wound tight and very, um, straight laced and it's funny when you see me I'm actually in a lot of ways very conservative I have large tattoos but it, at work I never show them all of my tattoos are easily covered um, for the most part unless you know me I'm actually outwardly very conservative so the one place I actually let loose is sexually that's the one place I'm very comfortable and I've never really had like hang ups there 
Um, but when I got here, it was really nice exploring sides I didn't have to always um, feel comfortable in. I felt very comfortable as a top. I've always felt very comfortable as a top. Like being a dominant, I've always felt very comfortable in that role. But being able to explore like bottom sides and stuff like that and having people and be able to look around and not feel like I was being judged or feel like, you know, like I ran around when I used to run around in um, like my dinosaur onesie. Like I didn't feel like people would look at me and judge me any differently from when I was running around in a dinosaur onesie and then literally the next day show up in spike heels, a corset and beating someone bloody. There was no judgment of like seeing me as a little, you know, bottom running around super excited and happy to a, you know, badass dominant. There was no, there was no judgment. They were fully accepted on both sides. Paper doll. Um, I, I kind of was late. I haven't read this post before, but the concept of a community is sort of one that, I think, um, you know, I, I didn't grow up with the with the idea that you have to fit in. I think uh, my upbringing, you know, I was a, uh, you know, kind of bounced around with family members, not, you know, I wasn't in church. I didn't grow up with religion. My parents were both not religious. So I didn't really have that pressure to fit in and didn't really think that it mattered if people care if you fit in. So there wasn't really this idea that I have to grow up and get married and do all these things. So I, I almost feel like the... The kink stuff is less um, less part of it, but but in you know when you find your community, it's it, I do see a lot of people trying to do things to just stay fitting in with it, and and you know preaching to others what they should do, and it turns into a bit of a religion too. So I almost see people kind of conform within a nonconformist society, and that's right. sort of something that um, always makes me wonder. Um, there are a lot of people that like like Boogie, you're saying that a lot of people are really analytical and they think about it. Um, I like to I like to kind of find my niche within the community, which is like the sex nerds. You know, if this is something you're really passionate about and you really think about it because it's something that's really important to you, um, you're not doing it because you want to stay part of the community or because you want to, you know, have some kind of uh, presence being the the best uh, um, kinky person. It's just that you're doing it because you have fun and you're around other people that that get you. So finding that and, 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 you know, being able to work out those things. Like if, like you're saying you're conservative abyss, I think, you know, I do the same things. I have a lot of things that I do judge and I look at and I go, Hey, I think that's really shitty what they're doing, but I'm not going to go tell someone, you know, you shouldn't do that. Or I personally wouldn't do that, (laughs) you know? So there's room for that too. It wouldn't be like we couldn't share a dungeon because, you know, because we have different views and, you know, the fact that you guys can talk that through in a community is kind of a cool thing. But sorry, it's kind of rambling. No. <laughs> I love you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I love you. I like that paper doll is here today. Mm-hmm. I like that she came down too. Hey. N- next topic. Oh, are we going on? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> wow. That okay. was that, that big was moment. An abrupt that was, end. That was that big moment of the silence that uh, everyone, that was, everyone said, shared something. I'm not something. a professional. Well, you I just don't had, know. like you gotta like aggressive with it. The next topic. I'm like. I, uh, uh, <laughs> I was here. I was permanent on paper doll and. She got a sexy voice. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> got okay. I kind of made I made her blush on on a post that you wrote, right? Do it again. Oh, <laughs> she's cute. Okay. okay. 
<sighs> this next one is by Laura Ann 67. It's called Icebreakers for a Munch. She says, what do you talk about with people you absolutely don't know, but with whom you share one thing in common? The topic that you are least likely likely to lead with in a casual conversation. Don't get me wrong. I love to talk about what floats my boat and gets me off. But how do I know that the person next to me will enjoy that conversation? So, so to avoid potentially grossing them out, perhaps I should ask them what gets them off. But no, that's pretty risky too. So instead, I sit there and politely listen to people talk and probably seem like a total priss and a socially incompetent one to boot. And the irony is that I go to munches to meet people and share hopes and dreams and the things that make us different. I wish I could lead with, hi, my name is Laura, and I love to imagine that I'm a pretty little girl with a wide-eyed fascination with the world. I want to learn about your world and the things that you find fantastic and beautiful. Probably a bit too strong of an opener, no? No, actually, lead with that. I like just, that. Just lead with that. <laughs> go. And go. And, like, <laughs> I wouldn't mind sitting next to someone and having that conversation. No. But I, here, I always thought that what she brings up is actually true. You go to a munch because you're finally going to start meeting people who are not as conservative as everyone you've ever known and who are going to allow you to be your true self no matter what that is. But then you get there and how exactly do you broach those subjects when you are in a munch setting, which is not a dungeon, and it's it's awkward. You don't exactly know how to begin. Go ahead. I feel I have a feeling you and I are gonna probably gonna talk about the same situation. Probably because it a munch is it's not meant to be like a pickup situation. Yeah, either. it's not really it's, a dungeon. It's, no, it's, it's, it's meant it's not to like get to a, know people. Yeah, it's not like it's it's not a set up to be like, hey, what are your kinks? My kinks are this. Is that and the other? Let's yeah, get that's play. what a dungeon. Yeah, that's, that's what a play party's for. Munches are literally just a safe place to kind of start hanging out with kinky people in a non-kink situation. And I think it's good that we're having this conversation because new people actually don't know. I think that may be why she uh, asked these questions in a post because you don't understand that a munch is meant to be there for you to have and I'll say vanilla uh, relationship vanilla discussions so you can get to know people for others who are nervous about walking into the dungeon the first time this is like a way of easing in that's the whole thing it's okay if you get into I mean I've gone to munches before and then you uh End up, you end up, end up, end up in a conversation. But first off, there's there's like munch appropriate conversations. Like you know, you will do have other people around. You're in a public setting. There's families eating with their kids and stuff like that. So there is some level of restraint that you're going to use. <laughs> so last Tuesday, I was elbow deep. And I was elbow deep. That, fisting. You know. So so you can get into kinky conversations. But um, you know, do you like movies? What kind of movies do you like? You know, when we're talking about, like, how do you start a conversation? Because I think it's, this is hilarious. This is, this is where we get to talk about a BDSM myth and that, or an ideal that we have that's actually bullshit. There is this ideal in the BDSM community that you get to be exactly who you are and everyone's going to accept that. And it's, it's actually bullshit. It's actually a crock of shit. You get to be yourself, but if yourself is an introvert and you are socially awkward, no one's going to talk to you. So you can't completely be yourself in that respect. You actually do have to kind of step up and say hi. Also, if you're like super weird and creepy... 
which, that's gonna translate to being super weird and fucking creepy which do you know yours did hitler know he was a fucking psychopath i don't think yeah. super weird creepy people know that they are super yeah, weird and creepy do. until people tell them no, yeah, hey by do. the way you're no, super no, no, weird no, and creepy no dude most, no most people yeah, no, he but, hasn't embra- <laughs> no the thing is he has embraced that and he yes. he makes it work yeah. no most most super weird and cr- fucking creepy people know that they are super weird and creepy because they have no friends Oh, they don't I, know no, why. That, that, that's just, yeah, they don't know why they blame mm-hmm. everybody else. Why mm-hmm. don't these people talk to me? Mm-hmm. You know, it's mm-hmm. know. and there are situations where you go to a munch and there's that one or two people who are really looking out for the new people and understand that people are awkward and they reach out and they say, "Hi, how are you doing? I see you're new." And it's you normally know. the organizer. And most <laughs> of the time, it's the host. But it's there's no guarantee to that. So there is a kind of a thing where you are going to actually have to not be yourself, introverted, shy self, and you're actually going to have to say, hi, my name is so-and-so, who are you? And then don't get in where it gets awkward is when you think that this is an once somebody says hi, that that is an automatic freedom to go, so what do you like inside of your pussy or ass? It's not. It's a have a. Con- it's true because a lot of people. You know what I mean. <laughs> like people come and they just think that it. Once you say hi to them, that that's the end. Now we can talk about all my kinks. And I will also say this because um, I had breached that I was you know starting to date again and this that the other and people are like oh well did you start with kinky as your first and I know I remember Fee had had the same issue like I didn't breach that I was kinky with a lot of the people I started seeing right off the bat because the moment kink is entered into any of the conversation the first thing that it the people think is like oh that means you're ready to fuck right yeah it's like whoa 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 how about we just like say hi let's start with hi you know i like walking dead hi i like watching tv yeah hi. black adder remember you remember remember black adder there's a thing like hi (laughs) i I like it was a great show i mean i i like indian food you know (laughs) you know there's a thing it's a a thing you know I, i i like i like sitting next to someone and like having a conversation, not necessarily putting things in my vagina. Yeah, not on date. I mean, not now. Then there are some maybe that do go I to mean, munches to pick. I'm not saying, but it, it's part, a general it's like, rule. It's it's munches are normally created if you are going to a social. What is it like a, a mixer? If you're going to a mixer, if you're going to a singles mixer or something like that, those are set up to be a dating situation or a a social situation like that. But most munches traditionally are set up to be safe. The quote unquote safe places for like new people to the community to hang out in a non kink situation to ease into the kink community. Paper doll, what you got? Sorry, totally not going to monopolize, but I think with uh, with munches, the the key thing there is that um, the nice thing about standards is there's so many of them because there is no standard accepted thing about what's supposed to happen at a munch. I've been to a variety in the L.A. area and, you know, up and down the coast. And, you know, some people say, oh, this is purely just to get to know people, not for dating, whatever, just really get to know your community. Others set it up as kind of like, we're going to do a little bit of one-on-one talk here. We're going to kind of introduce topics. And I'm like, okay, that's a little bit kinky in a vanilla environment. Sometimes they do the slosh approach where they do it at a bar. So you're kind of already getting people to get get a little It's adult and it's also adult. Yeah, a little more adult. You feel, okay, we're 21 and over. But that doesn't mean the people around you want to hear about, you know, what what Boogie wants in his pussy. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> like, in my man pussy? <laughs> Your man pussy. I want the world. <laughs> Your um, mussy. My mussy. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
but the, the, the why did everyone just cringe <laughs> Uni- <laughs> like unilateral cringe just like everyone went never, ah i just never heard the term mussy before yeah. <laughs> but um but i think the other part that that i've really noticed i mean i'm you know i'm 38 going on 39 so like when i started dating in my teens or whatever uh there was no internet really (laughs) you know but i think we've all become introverts because of the internet like we're used to hanging out and looking at stuff on computers so that interaction with people in mass can be hella intimidating especially when you're coming at it thinking you know eventually i'm hoping that there's some compatible people here for me to you know do some cool shit with and you know so you go in there with all these expectations hoping that's going to happen and you're looking for chemistry and it's like a big letdown every night and I'm going to take it way back to the 80s with the, the Morrissey song or the Smiths. You know, you, you go and you stand on your own and you go home alone and you cry and you want to die. Stand on your own <laughs> you know? and you go like, home and you cry and you want to die. die. Exactly. <laughs> Jesus, yeah. thank so you, like, emo blast that from the past. Ba- Why do I remember happen. it? <laughs> you, you know you do. It was <laughs> like, a great song, by the way. Yeah, I mean, it's like the top 40 Morrissey yeah. Smith songs. But whatever, it's... The point is that people go in like thinking it's going to be like, yeah, I'm going to score. And it's just as bad as like dating any other way. Like your, your chances are just as shitty. Um, and then if you, I disagree that creepy people know they're creepy. I actually think that most creepy people are not self-aware. Yeah. <laughs> like I, I've, I've done um, experiments at work where, you know, I've tried to film people when they're giving feedback to someone in a work environment and then they see themselves on camera and they're like, whoa, is that how I appear? And they don't see all those things that other people are picking up on. I had a cool experiment. I don't know. Like, we should do that at the dungeon. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, and just not tell them we're filming them, (laughs) but it's for science. Violates like rules one through ten. I'm pretty sure we do. Yeah. No, but I'm. uh, She brings up a good point. Well, not every munch is the same. Well, and that's where it comes down to connecting with the host of the yeah, munch and see saying how it's set up you know how is your munch set up you know is is this a is this a meat market or is this I just mean, a I know, meeting I know, place i know like the one we have a couple out here that are set up more as a um more of a a meet and greet kind of thing social, like social yeah. we have a very large one out here that is definitely that's how it's set up but for the for the most part like they've turned like as advertised like traditionally they have been for yeah out here most of the munchins i've been to have been more social yeah. most than anything and then there's gamer ones where like i'm like i don't know bring a deck of uno cards or something you know <laughs> you and the and uno say, i'm hey uno <laughs> or play-doh jam. i wouldn't bring play-doh to a restaurant <laughs> but i know it works that's why we put it out at the dungeon you know uh. Any little things you know if you're really awkward but just start if you treat it kind of like an interview and and go from that way it's so a little now you're panicking no i <laughs> no 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 i'm i mean you're interviewing other people in in a way so you have like a set of questions that you just know to ask so you don't have to come up with a like hi I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm i'm envisioning like the the socially awkward person like with holding the, like, up the the paper where was the last time you ever played with somebody and and can you tell me your top 3 reasons that you enjoyed their play Okay, that's a that's a little advanced. <laughs> that's, that's a little that's, creepy. That's more that's more negotiation. But no, I mean like things that people like: movies, TV shows. Do you, do you like any TV shows? And if someone says, "Yeah, I like this show," and if you I don't like know CSI. it, ask them. You know, you ask them. Well, can you tell me about the show? If you can get people talking about the- what they're into, that can lead you into conversations. Also, with looking for red flags. I enjoy CSI, Dexter, and <laughs> Criminal Minds. 
Okay. Well, what kind of car do you drive? A van. Okay. <laughs> Thanks for talking. Is it windowless? I got Uno. <laughs> well, what I kind of deck of Uno cards here? <laughs> well, what, where where do you work? I I'm, I work at the coroner's office. <laughs> okay then. This has been nice. Do you like Play-Doh? I'm gonna go over here now. <laughs> yes, Anthony. Hello. So, um, I actually found that the munches, and to a certain extent, not even a certain extent, I definitely... Squat stand, down. Uh, I'm too tall for this. Um, um, the kitchen here at Threshold, as well as the lobby at a Threshold at most, at most parties, um, serve very much the same function that that large munch that was referred to for me, which was just, I mean, it was what Kathy said a lot earlier about how Carlos talking about in the old days, you would just run an ad and hope you met some nice people <laughs> on the back of a magazine. <laughs> It and I went my first three months coming to Threshold. I didn't play at all. All I was doing was getting to know people and getting in conversations, which were often about movies, TV shows. What are you into? Interesting things about history. And what I I left with every time I left a party was, wow, these people are really cool. I get in some very interesting conversations, which for me was. Wow, I found my people. It wasn't, oh, we can talk about this kinky, fucked up shit I see on the Internet at home alone often. It was not about that. No, it's now about that. Now, you know, that after three time, months, but, you know. Yeah, but I mean, it was it was much more, these are the right people for me, for reasons that were not at all about talking about the sexual stuff. And I think that's one of the great things about Munches. But I, I think the key was not showing up expecting to start talking about that stuff and a lot of people do that because they have a clock and they're like okay i pay ten dollars to get in the door so obviously someone should suck my dick you really aren't gonna you 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 (laughs) have you not been in this community have you not seen these people i talk to them all the time on the internet it's just so threshold i pretty much pay in in some there's there's hot chicks for me to fuck right what and I'm like, no, you can, no, that's not how it works. What? Yeah. <laughs> well, it's, it, look, uh, Laura and 67 was, she's new to the community and she's just asking this because, and I think it's a great question because a lot of people don't know, but there are grades to what, uh, p- possibly you could consider a munch just dipping in your toe and getting to know people socially. Then you can go to a class and then possibly a party. And then you find your people, your littles or your cross-dressers or the group within this community who likes the things that you like. And then you can begin feeling that comfort level, that freedom to begin discussing the, your kinks. Yeah, honestly, look for look for a munch that tailors to your kinks. Yeah. If you have that available, a lot of communities don't even have a munch. Well, I'm just so saying, you like, look get around you, to see what you can find. If you yeah. can find one that tailors towards your kinks, go there. And if not... And if not, honestly, start with the conversation you started with. It's not too forward. I yeah. thought it was cute. Yeah, it's not that bad. All right. I like it. Thank you for that post. Oh, Mailbox. Yeah. You get that look on your face. How are you doing? That, that smug look? That beatnik jazz look. <laughs> I realized that I put the same jingles in for this week that I put in last week, so I don't sorry. I think anybody's going to notice. I think some well, now, people now are going to notice. I don't think we're going to get emails They're going to be well, like, now they are. you fucking motherfucker. <laughs> wow. You unoriginal, repetitive, fucking crackhead motherfucker. Hey, wow. That's now what they're going to do. Now that you put that thought in their head, Now that they're going to do it. I'm looking forward to it, actually. <laughs> of course you are, you masochist yeah all right this is from uh ace who wrote to us on perverted podcast at gmail.com hint 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 if anybody wants to talk to us just 
Ace. Drop us a line. Ace. Just Ace put has, it in that. I know. That was a shameless plug. Ace was a name that I gave my dad when he found all my weed. When I was a little kid, when I was in like high school, why Ace? And I was going to start selling weed, and I had all this weed under the house, and my dad found it, and it was like a lot of weed. And so I told him that this guy Ace, I was holding his weed, and he was going to kill me. So every time I hear someone named Ace, I'm like, that was the character. And my dad got his shotgun. I think I talked about it on the show once. My dad got his shotgun and goes, "Bring fucking Ace here! I'll fucking kill him!" And I'm like. Okay, so all, all my friends, who wants to go be Ace? <laughs> I had no volunteers, and uh, all the weed went in the trash Did you can. ever, you know, come clean to your dad and tell him? I'm sure later Well, in if he life, listens yeah. to the podcast, now he knows. Yeah, I don't yeah, think yeah my dad's a big listener. <laughs> I don't think 8, so. 8,000 years old. He is not 8,000 years old. <laughs> Stop it. Your dad's funny. Old motherfucker. He's not old. God. Jeez. Bad knees. He doesn't listen to the show. I can fuck with my dad all I want. He ain't listening. I like how you're like, oh, like, like this guy hasn't had time to get fucking used to me. Really? Like my dad's going to be all offended. Like, I can't believe you'd say some stuff like that. I'm, a, I'm appalled. The motherfucker has known me my whole life. You're done. He is purely ready for me to talk shit. You're done. <laughs> I bet he looks forward to that every time he gets every, together. Well, I buy him Your lunch. entertainment. You want so. the free lunch, motherfucker? You're going to take <laughs> some shit. You want that bagel? You ever apologize for all the shit you gave me as a kid? Oh, Fuck you. Oy. Eat your fucking panini. I just realized what's wrong with this show. Eat your goddamn fucking sourdough, no cheese panini because you don't like cheese, you fucking non-food addict. What? We forgot to. What? I'm not rubbing the embroidery the clitoris. Clits. Is that a thing now? Yes. You have to all right, rub it so or Ace. you can have a bad show. Oh. Fucking awesome Ace. Ace wrote us and said, I just finished the latest episode, and I heard in the chat room that Creepy was making weird noises. <laughs> God, Jesus Christ. <laughs> and <No>. I was... <laughs> I don't even know what that was about. It was a closed mouth scream is what That's it was. That's what it was. Yeah. Let's, let us not repeat that. She now. says, and I was so eager to hear them, and I was <sighs> not let down. <sighs> Those noises made my day and illustrated even more why I love this show so much. I spent the better part of an hour... Why encourage this? <laughs> why are you reading this? It was this? hysterical. Why did everybody think it was hysterical? but you because <laughs> he was traumatized because he had to look I at know. it <laughs> the signal just went I can still hear it in my head it's pretty great Jesus she Christ. says I spent the better part of an hour hoping no one would ask me why I kept laughing <laughs> I'm also really going to miss hearing Abyss mm-hmm. and think someone else should take over for her in shooting boogie with nerf guns I'm sure. just in love with fucking ace just <laughs> fuck ace <laughs> Uh, also, I have always loved the kinky health segment and have learned a lot from them. Since Aww. Abyss is leaving, and I know there have been a few nurses of various fields that show up in the audience, it would be really awesome to have that segment stick around and have guest hosts cover it. See, you're missed. Uh, she's already replacing me. Well, she, we have no choice. You're Jesus, leaving. Fuck off. Oh, she's great. Replace her. <laughs> wow. Well, now Who that you're on your do way. It now? Shit. <laughs> Fuck. Because I I'm have not, needs. I'm like, I'm not even gone. I got like needs. I have kinky health needs. <laughs> like, I need Boogie to get fucking shot. <laughs> and I need health cover. Oh, and I need Jesus. Creepy to make screams. I guess screams we know what we're doing on our next show. <laughs> Jeez, I guess. Can we all wait till I leave before y'all find my replacement? No, just, you. We're just going to wait until that body gets cold. With a biz segment next show. Saying, like, you need to go and find a successor. Did you, that look? Her eyes just bugged out. All right, whatever. Yeah, I'm sure eventually, you know, we'll we'll do some stuff. 
Thank you, Ace, for emailing us. I mean, that was like, how much you're going to miss it. It started so sweetly, and then I'm like, ouch. <laughs> yeah, wow. I, the, the corpse isn't even cold. Not even on the ground. <laughs> Jesus. Unger, what's going on? Ace is in the chat, by the way. Ace is, <laughs> Ace is actually a regular. <laughs> nice. Did you tell? Did you tell her that I'm like, ouch? Um, not yet. So, but it started so sweetly, but yeah. ow. Yeah, but she's yeah. an optimist. Not, you know? not, not yet. But <laughs> we're, we're greedy bottom. Wasn't sure if it was that Ace or not. So hmm. it probably hmm. is because she has emailed no, before, she, and I think yeah, she she, her, she yeah. just said that's that funny. Tell her he said hi. <laughs> tell her to fuck off. Ah, why could be so mean? To why? Well, well, oh us? yeah, mean. Well, for my pleasure. We just need more people to shoot shit at you throughout the show. That yeah. would make me happy. I think so. It makes our listeners happy. So you should I, just shut up and take it. That's right. Mm-hmm. So just put a hot iron in my urethra and let's call it a day. I didn't know that was an option. I, that's an option. <laughs> <laughs> like that's a thing. You diglet. Shut up. <laughs> Leave my damn diglet alone. <laughs> Is that it? Uh, Are we done yet? Sometimes love is less than nice. You may need some fucking advice right now. You didn't give me a thing. What thing? What do you mean me? What is the thing? (laughs) I I asked you which ones and you said, yeah, those two. (laughs) Is that what you were doing when you were Is that for, we're not therapists, I'm a therapist, blah, 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 blah. Okay, go. Listen to us, but don't listen to us. (laughs) Yeah, like seriously, guys, he's not a therapist. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know the other day we, you and I, Boogie, were in the kitchen. <laughs> there was a party about to start, but there was no one in the kitchen yet. And you and I were just going on like we normally do about. I don't fuck. I don't even know what we were talking about. We we're just going back and forth, and then at some point we're like, "You suck!" No, you suck! And and there's somebody preparing food, kind of walking around us. <laughs> Completely ignoring everything. Oh no, we he say. was listening to every no, word. No, he was not. He could not care less that you and I were talking. And I and it hit me that this show is basically us sitting in the kitchen talking. So it amazes me that anybody would want to tune in and listen to us when most of the people here at the shun the non-believer tune us out. Shun. Hey, I don't know. Uh, I bring I bring fucking great things to this show. I don't know what you're talking oh, about because <laughs> our kitchen antics are a preparation no. for the glory Nobody. that is present during perverted Nobody podcasts. Nobody cares what we think. I think we they need good luck care. with y'all. Yeah. Because I mean, if he didn't care and he wasn't <laughs> listening, why was he commenting on it when he came back the third time? I know he was. He was. I, he I, heard. I think that was all he in listened. your head. He's one of those listener people. Oh my God. He's one of those listener people. Like, I'm not going to say anything. I'm just hey going to listen. Guys, you're imbuing this guys, guy with a guys, lot of qualities guys, not we are hey, awesome. Guys. Shun the guys. unbeliever. Guys. Guys. Hey, guys. Shun. Guys. Guys. Hey, guys. Hey, guys. It's a Abyss magical Leo Paradigm. Hey, guys. Abyss is talking. Hey, guys. It guys. didn't say anything. Hey, guys. Guys. Is the metal on fire? Guys. Hey, guys. I don't get your, your references. them. <laughs> It's only YouTube fucking lore. You and, Charlie the you Unicorn. and Anthony have the weirdest, strangest, oddest. Who references. here hasn't heard fucking Charlie the Unicorn? Mm. Nobody. Magical or blue. Abyss's eyes are crossed. You feel us? Hey, hey guys, guys, guys. I love you. Guys, guys, <laughs> guys. I stand. I have jury duty tomorrow. Come on. What? Oh, some fucking advice. Boy. Come on. Some just stay in. Let's just get it uh, moving yeah. along. Okay, no, so one, no one cares. Come on. Zarathos. What? I don't know how to pronounce it. Zarathos. Thank you. <laughs> he is one of our uh, fans uh, who wrote us on 
perverted podcast fat life profile if anybody wants to talk to us just drop us a line <laughs> i just wow. love how your voice gets all seductive when you do that. <laughs> i'm trying to get people to write us <laughs> to th- listen i got the more they write us the more show we have <laughs> no but i just got really excited perverted podcast perverted podcast <laughs> stoner fit life group that's awesome hey. by the way i have not had to read a kinky and popular for weeks because our lovely adorable listeners whom i love are starting have to been send sending stuff a, that's yeah, great awesome. and they do what i ask them to do which is so easy for them you read a post you like it you think i, I think kathy might like to maybe talk about this scroll down to the comments and you just put at Kathy, that's it. You comment with and it. At literally Kathy. just. I get an email going. Somebody mentioned you in a post. I hit it and it takes me right to your comment. So actually, you could say at Kathy, hey, I think this would be good. You know, that's or, only going to last a while until people start abusing that's it. That's what I thought, but. And no. just haven't so yet. Okay, good. No. Do it. It's really cool. All right. All right. So Zarathu says, well, he actually he emailed and you and he had quite an exchange. You were emailing back and forth because you were trying to explain to him what a no-limits negotiated scene is. And I think this is great because people who are new to the community, or even if you're not new to the community, but you're, you're new to exploring edge play, you hear no-limits scene. A lot. And it's counterintuitive because we're all taught about safe words and everything. And, you, it, and it, it can be very confusing <laughs> to hear that term, no limits negotiated scene. So he was asking you all kinds of questions and you had some really great answers for him. So I figured we would just answer two of his things he was confused about. The first one was he asked, how do you stay safe when you have no limits? And the answer is you don't. Oh God, he's he he does this every time he's going to embark on this long. Ass. He looks I'm like trying to poop. I'm trying. Yeah. yeah. Hang on. That's let how me you un- know what's going to happen. Let me unfurl my diglet. <laughs> okay, guys, quick, get the marker face, again. Little face, no. Um, Mark, get the ball. <laughs> get get that fucking pokeball thing. I think I smashed it. <laughs> this is, I mean, this is literally five shows worth of talking about the no limits thing because there's so many people that are like no limits no limits there's so many people that fantasize about this no limits no limits thing um i hear it all the time especially from new people talking about well what is no limits and how should no limits be and 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 what are the rules of no limits and and i think we can i just want to make it as short as possible by saying no limits play is a role play yeah it's not really it is no not a, it is not really no limits. There is nothing legally in the safer, sane-ish and consensual BDSM world. There is no such thing as truly no limits. It is a role play where you negotiate, you go into the headspace that there is no limits, but the person is not allowed to cut off your arm or kill you. It is there is there is some limit. And the idea yeah. of no limits play for a lot of people that don't use safe words or whatever is they know each other, they trust each other, they have played enough together to where they don't have limits because the top knows what the limits are. And they know and what to, they can push, what they can't push. And realistically, they just don't have verbal ones or they know what they can they can. Or they, you know that they have a legal sense yeah. that they're not going to permanently damage you. Because fun fact, um, with limits or no limits discussed or not, rape is still rape, assault is assault, murder is murder. I mean, yeah. this is it, it's still 
these are all the same fucking thing. This is a role play in the legal world. There is no such thing as consenting to not having limits. Now then, there are people who take this very serious, and there are people that say, absolutely, this is no limits play. And there are slaves that are out there that if the master said, I want to kill you, they are so wrapped up in that relationship that they would acquiesce to that. But we're talking about... We're talking about these... Two mentally disturbed people. We're talking about, at that point, you're starting to... You're going into into what are the issues. Yeah, that's mental illness. So, okay, so... (laughs) So uh, did we really, answer the question? It, it is a good question. It can be very confusing to somebody new to the community who does not understand. I thought I was supposed to negotiate. I thought I was supposed to talk about limits and safe words. What is this no, you know, And usually that's an that advanced edge play. And there are people that play extremely edgy and violent and blood and scars and brands and But anybody like that. hearing this, don't fool yourself. If, Even people who play that extreme, they know the limits. There are limits. There are some limits. And so you do have the right at any time, no matter what. As a person, you don't, there is nothing legally where you can give up your rights as a human being. No matter what you negotiate, no matter how much you tell the top that they can do whatever they want to you, there is nothing legally, you do not have the legal ability to do that at any time. If it is too much and you need it to stop, you can say this has to stop. Yeah. Because I'm, I'm sorry. What do you say? What do you say in uh, orientation? It, the cops are, look very un, unfavorable. Yeah, they don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The juries, juries uh, don't don't go at murder trials real well when the guy says or the girl who killed the someone person. that says, uh, you know, no, they were into it. Yeah, it doesn't just doesn't, doesn't work. No. Doesn't work in court. Paper to. Yeah, I'm just thinking of Florida man and Germany man. Like, are, oh yeah. I mean, this is kind of the idea. People do do that stuff. It's not. It's not something you would consider really kink, but people are going to advertise for that. Like, I want someone who will allow me to maim them, harm them, kill them. Sure, you'll find someone for everything. It's kind of the what is it, Rule 34 of whatever. I mean, there's if you if it's possible, it will be done on the internet. Um, you can find it. There will be a supply for every demand. And like you said, the legality is really the question. Um, I think a lot of that stuff that is described when people talk about no limits and they want to be a badass about it, it's fantasy. I mean, you're kind of trying to be kinky Superman or whatever and, you know, a god, you know, a godlike person. I mean, sort of the dominant mindset can be very godlike. And so someone to give you this ultimate power, sure, it sounds great, but I don't think you can teach that. (laughs) And I think the few people that have uh, tried to do that, I mean, there's you know, in the wolf or whatever, right? I mean, the guy's a rapist or whatever, but the, he had a huge following. And and so these are, are things that I don't know if you want to think it's emulati- emulatable or like, I don't know if that's the right word. If you want to emulate that, <laughs> you know, there's, I, I would say, you know, the fantasy is, very, is a very appealing one, but the reality of practicing that or teaching that or thinking your average everyday uh, dungeon, you know, volunteers are going to give you any advice on how to f- do that. No. No. It's the same thing as rape play <laughs> yeah. or age play Nobody's or whatever. Legal... These are fan these are role plays yeah. that you do. No one's but... gonna take your legal risk for you either. They're not gonna absolve you of it and say, Well, you know, that guy showed me how and so he's part of my crime. No, you're the fucking idiot who did it. Right. <laughs> you know, like that's <laughs> you. <laughs> well, I think it's also very important to remember, um, on all of this that with BDSM and Kink, all of this we we say safer, saner, and consensual. Yeah, we don't say it's safe. No, it's nothing. Nothing safe. is safe. And to be perfectly honest, with edge play and no limits, um, there is always a limit. 
there is always a fucking limit. And when there isn't, it's no longer BDSM and play and kink. No. I mean, there's a reason why we have fire extinguishers here in every room, why we have DMs monitoring the halls all the time, why we have a club safe word. If, if we hear the word red, everybody is going to come running. There's a reason why we have all these fucking rules. So if you are entering into a relationship in which no limits is brought up as a possibility in a very real way, meaning no limits, you've gone beyond the the kink and the BDSM that we're all talking about. You've entered into something that is... You may want to take a look at it. And it sounds hot. A lot of things sound... And that fantasy in your head, like, I want to give up total control and I want someone... But even... I mean, it depends on whether you're... I mean, there's there's things to look at at the bottom and there's things to Mm -hmm. look at on the top end. On the bottom end, obviously, it's a great fantasy, but, you know, you just wander into somebody's place. Um, What? What? Oh. (laughs) Breathing. Sorry. Um... What was I saying? <laughs> so there's on the, on the bottom end and then on the top end. But on the top end, when I hear a lot of people, and I've literally like got into matches with people, and they are not here, you know, like the, some guys like, yeah, man, I just like taking total control, and I don't care if she likes it or not. And I go, so you're a fucking rapist? Yeah. And he's like, no, 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 no. I wanted to be on it. And I go, it's like Louis C.K. making the joke about, so you want to rape this chick on the off chance that she's into it? And see how that works for you? I go, dude, you don't belong here. Yeah. And he's like, no, I'm not a rapist. I go, but you're talking like a rapist. There has to be some point where you ask the idea, like Paper Doll was talking about, that fantasy of having total control over someone. That is an exciting thing that they're going to give up all that power and you can do kind of whatever you want. But if that becomes an obsession, A, you're not talking about a BDSM relationship. You're not talking about an interaction. You're talking about having someone be your your thing your your which just, there is which there, there is absolutely lifestyle and to be perfectly honest if that is a negotiated and to to use my general quote that's their dynamic you know there is there is slave and but at some point you do have to have some accountability and ask yourself if you're worth anything why also, why do i want every interaction that i have that this person has no control because that's if you watch i watch a lot of serial killer interviews and that's some the shit they say they want jeffrey dahmer wanted absolute control he He didn't want he wanted zombies so at some point you got to say okay i want this i want this but now i'm obsessed about this at what point does it become you know maybe maybe you got some shit to look at maybe you got some self-work to do maybe 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 uh Little, uh, maybe, little, maybe, maybe little you have some abuse that's unresolved <laughs> or something. Maybe just played with a few too many uh, bones of animals in the woods there. Okay. Oh, <laughs> well, maybe. How long were you wetting your bed? <laughs> so after you talked to him about all of this, he had one final question. After he understood everything that you were talking about, he, sa- he asked, is calling a safe word harder because you've said no limits and you don't want to be a disappointment, so you just power through. Yes, yes. Yeah. And that is why so many people get fucked up in this lifestyle. So many bottoms get fucked up because of that head trip that somehow they're not a good submissive or they're not a good bottom because they said they were going to be really hardcore and all of a sudden they're in over their head. So now they're muscling through stuff and they're just shutting up and taking it and then they get emotional damage because of it. It is absolutely a head game that is played. And depending on the person that you are playing with, if you have a top that 
that you say we're going to go into it because I've done this a lot of times. We're going into some sort of edge play, and so hey, I was to say I'm like, hi, you want to talk to some bottoms about that? Yeah, yeah. Hey, hey, Mister. Yeah, maybe, maybe I was just saying like I, I'm saying from the top point of view. I was just saying. Okay, yeah. Okay, go. Well, no, I mean as as a bottom who has done that. Like literally been like, I'm going to be a badass because I said I was going to fucking do this and got fucking maimed before because of it. Not with you. No. Like. I'm not a maimer. <laughs> I'm yeah. a tamer. A I'm a tamer. Oh my God. A little bit of a maimer. <laughs> You're a bit of a maimer. Wow. Is that a stroke? Uh, maybe. <laughs> Smile. <laughs> that was my growl. Yeah, yeah. But no, like, like literally, there's been times where you will just power through it because you're like, I said I was going to do this. And then like you literally can get fucking just hurt real bad. And it will scar you both physically and emotionally from, you know, not calling a safe word, being unable to call a safe word. And then hating yourself a- afterwards, afterwards for be- not standing up for to. yourself. Yeah, and even though when you and I played, we didn't, we didn't really actually have limits. We didn't actually. I there yeah, inter yeah, and and we, we go really, like, now yeah. we go into a whole other issue of but that was a relationship that was yeah. established and there was thousands of conversations yeah. to where no I people I'm in relationships with we don't talk about safe words and and I mean we talk about limits at certain parts and they make me a whiteboard that reminds me of the ones that I break <laughs> but um but in general you do move away from that but that is the understanding that you know somebody you now know or at least you trust them to know that they know okay we can say no limits we can we can do that we can pretend <laughs> when they that they give you this look during a scene yeah yeah but you're yeah <laughs> you've gone too far <laughs> but that's i think a, a whole different but a lot of people want to do that in new relationships bad idea and then they you know they love the fantasy and you know i had don't you have a song about that what about like it seems so much better in your fantasy uh, Pretty sure you have a song. About that. So Maybe. many songs you can't remember. Maybe. I'm just like it's, Pookie it's the Beluga Whale. No, it's like it's no. like <laughs> no, it's like it's like it's hotter in the it's hotter in your head or something. I don't know. Probably it's started with yeah. fucking eight thousand songs. Yeah. But if I did, I'd hum a few bars. Yeah, you did. I think. In other words, hey guys, it's it's generally hotter in your head, but yeah, you know. it is. But uh, yeah, I mean, it took it took me and Creative Explorer a year of talking and playing and testing limits before we even got near any kind of edgy play sure. and that and and the the only reason we were comfortable doing it is because we had had that much communication but granted we're hyper careful you know neither one of us wants it we're, we're perfectly aware that scenes are going to slip sideways that's not what i'm talking about but uh it, it it takes for me at least and for a lot of people a great deal of trust and understanding about what the other person wants and needs and what you want and need before you even start trying any of that edgy stuff. And I would absolutely, and this may sound like a pompous asshole thing to say, but uh, especially in a new relationship, I would absolutely, or like especially like new play with a partner, I would absolutely, any of the even fantasy-based no limit shit, I would not uh, start as a new uh, play and no. now I will take a different approach. You go that route, and, and no, I'll I'll take uh, the approach. We're saying a lot of things, and we're talking to a certain demographic of mm-hmm. people who are like, "Yeah, I want to take care of myself." Ultimately, you're going to do whatever the fuck you want. Mm-hmm. And if you have a fantasy, and I've talked myself blue in the fucking face to people 
blue. We had a we started a thing with somebody who we talked blue and blue, and this person was damaged and they had psychological issues. And you said, "Hey, this, this, and this," and they went to some dude's house that they had never met, and the guy stood at the door and said, uh, "You have no fucking you, limits you have no limits. You what when you walk cross in this door, you do whatever." And he choked her out like literally multiple times, multiple times to unconsciousness during did the same all, night. <clears throat> did all sorts of things. And you know what? You can take the risk. It's your risk. You're a fucking adult. But we didn't we're, play with her after that. Yeah. We're, like, we're, you know, you can do what you want. Risk aware, consensual kink. But you also got to trust that we've been, you know, we've been doing this a while. We have our experiences. And we know that there's a way that you can have all the hot, intense spontaneity and still have a little bit of sexiness. And, and you have to trust that even though it doesn't seem like it's spontaneous and that you're going to cheat yourself out of some high that, you know, the danger factor, if you go a little bit beyond that, you can find that danger factor, but you can still not get as likely you know, harmed. Yeah, like not end up like assaulted or killed. Yeah, yeah. because that happens. Killed is bad. That yeah. Killed is bad. Let's just end the show. Oh, Everybody say killed is bad. Killed is bad. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Killed is ba- get that fucking thing away from me. Get the pokeball away from me. Get away. Get it. Get it. Get, get, it. get it. Get it. Get it. Get it. You could trap your diglet with it. Get it. Ah. That was the sound it made on my penis. <laughs> get it. That was the sound it made. That is. But it did, that. But it didn't get the. Oh. Yeah. It cloaked. It was horrible. Uh-huh. Oh yeah, now yeah, take a picture of you holding the fucking pokeball. That's cute. <laughs> yeah, smile everybody. That was a dick. Thank you so much, perverted podcast. And that is our show. Thank you, Threshold, for providing this perverted playground for us to record next to. If you are in the Los Angeles or surrounding areas, visit threshold.org and find out about joining their kinky family. Thank you to everybody who's in the love lab tonight. To Bunny, Mark, and Unger. Woo! To lovely paper doll. Woo! To Anthony, Captain Fantasy, and Sticks. And Abyss, we are going to miss you. To Kathy and Boogie. (laughs) And my diglet. And your diglet. (laughs) My my protected diglet. (laughs) If you have questions, comments, or ideas, please email us at pervertedpodcast at gmail.com and visit pervertedpodcast.com. Oh, I'm, I'm like holding. I'm like, like covering my diglet. <laughs> Cover your nut sack. I'm just, your just covering my love, my love sack. Your love sack. girls are going to come <laughs> after Anyone you. Anyone want to touch my love sack? <laughs> the love sack. Oh, no. Oh, no. Baby, get together. Your penis baby. does not have love a theme song. Love sack, baby. No, it Love sack, baby. Oy. What? Is that just it? take us out, man. All right, we're... <laughs> Just put us out of our misery. Fuck it. Everybody, we will see you on show 96. We are out of here. Woo! The love sack. Oh, jeez. Love sack, baby.